0: Um, This is Fisher Shea and Mason Lorai, and we're doing a biocast of
1: Milton Friedman and John Maynard Keynes. Today, Fisher and I will be comparing these two economists and their theories and ideas. Mason is going to be talking
0: about Friedman, and I'm going to be talking about Keynes. So, uh... John Maynard Keynes was born in 1883 in the UK. Um, He was an early 20th century British economist known as the father of Keynesian economics. Um, His theories of Keynesian economics addressed, among other things, the causes of long-term unemployment. And in his most famous paper titled The General Theory of Employment, Interest, and Money, Keynes theories focused on full employment and government intervention as a way to stop an economic recession. He argued that government intervention could help smooth out recessions by propping up aggregate demand. Uh, Strategic government spending, if done correctly, could spark consumption and investment, argued Keynes, and help reduce unemployment. Uh, When Keynes released uh, his general theory paper, The world was in the middle of the Great Depression, and typical beliefs about the political economy were discredited. Um, Keynes theories gave rise to a new dominant method in economic thought, which is subsequently dubbed Keynesian economics. So at the time, in the early 1900s, Keynesian economics was, that was the thing. Like, there was no other, there was no other economic theories or uh, schools that were dominant like the Keynesian one was.
1: Milton Friedman, born on July 31st, 1912, was an American economist and statistician best known for his strong belief in free market capitalism. Friedman was a professor at the University of Chicago, where he developed numerous free market theories that opposed the views of traditional Keynesian economists. In his book, A Monetary History of the United States, Friedman illustrated the poor use of monetary policy in solving slash failing to solve the Great Depression. This book is regarded as one of Friedman's most profound and also most distinguished achievements. Uh, It was a main factor in him winning the Nobel Peace Prize. Uh, While Keynes was widely credited with creating the first systematic approach to macroeconomic government policy, Friedman rose to fame in part by criticizing Keynes' policies, uh, those being like fiscal policies, and instead argued for the importance of monetary policy. Uh,
0: One of the big things that I wanted to touch on, it's kind of confusing, but Keynes in 1936 came up with uh, the consumption function theory, which basically describes the relationship relationship between consum- consumption and disposable income. Uh, the consumption function theory is a mathematical, eth- economical f- uh, formula that could be used to track and predict total aggregate consumption expenditures.
1: Uh, Friedman's development of Keynes's consumption function theory championed the idea that if the government reduces taxes for a short period of time, people will then spend less than if the government implemented tax reduction on citizens, say, for the rest of their lives, which is, I mean, pretty obvious. But instead, Freeman believed that changes in consumption behavior are not predictable because they are based on individual expectations. Freeman's income hypothesis states that people will spend money based on what their expected income will be in the long term. even most post-Keynesians admit the consumption function is not stable in the long run since consumption patterns change as income rises.
0: Now that, now that we're kind of out of the nitty-gritty, um, I'm going to kind of talk about uh, like an overview of Keynesian economics and why I chose to talk about Keynesian, not Friedman. Um, I believe Keynesian economics had and still has a more lasting impact on society. Um, government fiscal policy, such as government spending, or let's say reducing taxes or increasing income taxes, whatever whatever fiscal policy you want to talk about, it'll always help control the volatility of the business cycles, which are rise and falls in production output of goods and services in an economy. And unlike monetary policy, which can take years to see an like year, it can take years to see an impact in the market. Um due to lag, which is the length of time required for an acceleration or deceleration of the money supply to influence real output. Um a tax reduction puts monies and money in consumers' hands. And as you know, in America, we're all we're a consumer society, we love buying goods and services. Um, so yeah, that's what I think, and that's why I chose Keynesian.
1: Well, what you said is true about not being able to see the effects of monetary policy as quickly as fiscal. It is a much more efficient way to counteract a recessionary or inflationary gap. Fiscal policy, such as the government wanting to raise or lower taxes, like you said, um, cannot be passed through and could take months to happen or possibly just never happen at all. Uh, I have to agree with you on that.
0: Um, like in 08, you saw that the banks needed to be bailed out right away. And that was a monetary action. Also, I guess um, the money multiplier and the inflow and outflow of money in the money market um, shows how it can be dispersed quickly and efficiently. So that's a good point. Um, I still think Keynesian overall is more widely used but i do have to agree with you on that uh after everything we've been over i think they're both they both made a great uh impact on uh basically macroeconomics as a whole like looking at the whole country or whole world not just like an individual person uh they both both made an impact and in conclusion i think we can agree we both agreed that John Maynard Keynes and Milton Friedman were two of the most influential economic
1: and public policy thinkers of the 20th 20th century. Uh, Nobelprize.org states that it is undeniable that this strong emphasis on the role of money should be seen in the light of how economists, usually like advocates of Keynesian theory, have for a long time almost entirely ignored the significance of money and monetary policy when analyzing business cycles and inflation. Uh, As far back as the beginning of the 50s, Friedman was a pioneer in the well-rounded, well-founded reaction to the earlier post-Keynesian one-sidedness, and he succeeded, mainly thanks to his independence and brilliance in initiating a very lively and uh, fruitful scientific debate, which has been going on for more than a decade. Uh, in fact, the macroeconomic econometric models of today differ greatly from those of a couple decades ago, as far as monetary factors go, um, and this is very much thanks to Milton Friedman. Uh, I think we both agree on that,
0: and as we look back on the biocast, um, they could—I don't think they could have said any better. Obviously, Keynesian came first; he was born like at least fifty years earlier, but. And his policies were implemented, and that was the thing. But it's hard to say that Friedman did not make his like, a profound profound impact with his new policies and his thoughts on monetary policy and the importance of it. Um, so, yeah, and that's probably why one of the biggest reasons why he won the Nobel Peace Prize. Or, nope, not Nobel Peace Prize, Nobel Prize. Um, so, yeah, thanks for listening.